You are listening to the Catholic Thinkers Podcast, a free treasury of instruction in the Catholic intellectual tradition. If you enjoy this lecture, please visit us at catholicthinkers.org forward slash donate. This course is from our International Catholic University Classics Collection, originally recorded between 1995 and 2005. I want to begin this third session by once again reviewing the principal parts of our model verbs. For the first conjugation, we're using the verb parro, I prepare. The four principal parts are parro, parare, parawi, paratum. Moneo is our model verb for the second conjugation. I warn. The four principal parts are Moneo, monere, manui, manitum. Ducho is the model verb for the third conjugation. Ducho, duchere, duxi, ductum. To lead. And the third conjugation, io verb, capio, I capture. The four principal parts, capio, capere, capi, captum. And finally, audio, I hear, is our fourth conjugation verb. Audio, audire, audiwi, auditum. Remember, the key to learning the Latin verb system, I cannot emphasize strongly enough, is to memorize the four principal parts. Okay, now we're going to move down to the, per the formation of the perfect active indicative. Remember, this is one of the past tenses in Latin. It is normally translated with the help of the auxiliary verb has or have. The perfect active indicative, indicative is formed by adding the perfect endings to the perfect stem of the verb. How do you find the perfect stem of a Latin verb? You go to the third principal part and drop off the I. This is why the memorization of these principal parts is so important. Remember, the principal parts for parro, parro, parare, parawi, here's the perfect. Parau is the stem. Drop off the I off the third principal part and add the perfect endings and you can form the perfect tense. This part translates, I have prepared. That's exactly what you have here. I have prepared, and the perfect endings are in blue. E isti it, imus istis errunt. Everyone, please repeat. E isti it, imus istis errunt. You must memorize these perfect endings, just as you memorize the active endings for the present system, O-R-M-S-T, mustis int. Here's a new set of endings that must be memorized. E isti it, imus istis errunt. You add the perfect endings to the perfect stem, and that is how you form the perfect active indicative of a Latin verb. This translates, I have prepared, you have prepared, 
he, she, it has prepared. We have prepared. You, plural, have prepared. They have prepared. Or simply the past tense, I prepared, you prepared, he prepared, we, you, they prepared. So if you have memorized the, the four principal parts of your verbs, it will be no problem to form the perfect active indicative. You simply add the perfect endings to the perfect stem. How do you find the perfect stem? You go to the third principal part and drop off the I. So, let's go to the second conjugation verb, moneo. Remember the four parts? Moneo, monere, manui, manitum. Manui is the perfect active indicative third or first singular. I have warned. That's what you have here. Manui, manuisti, manuit. Manuimus, manuistis, manuerunt. Drop the I off the third principal part and you've got the perfect stem. Add the perfect endings and you can form the perfect active indicative. This translates, I have warned, you have warned, he has warned, we have warned, you plural have warned, they have warned. Third conjugation is no problem if you have the principal parts memorized. You simply follow the same pattern. Add the perfect endings to the perfect stem. The perfect stem is found by dropping the I off the third principal part. So for ducho, the four principal parts are ducho, ducre, duxi, ductum. Duxi is the perfect active indicative third first singular. There it is. Add the perfect endings to form the rest of the perfect conjugation. Duxi, duxisti, duxit. Duximus, duxistis, duxarunt. That is, I led, you led, he led, in the past tense. We led, you led, they led, or have led. Third conjugation IO verb, verbs follow the same pattern. You add the perfect endings to the perfect stem and conjugate the verb on through. Let's review the perfect endings. E, isti, it, imus, istis, errant. Add those endings to the stem. Capi, capisti, capit, capimus, capistis, caperunt. That translates. I captured, you captured, he captured, we, you plural, they captured. And for the fourth conjugation, it's the exact same pattern. Go to the third principal part. Audio, audire, audiwi. Drop off the I and you've got the perfect stem. Add the perfect endings and you've got the formation of the perfect active indicative. Audi we, audi wisti, audi wit, audi wimus, audi wistis, audi werunt. I have heard, you have heard, he has heard, we have heard, you plural have heard, they have heard. Okay, the perfect tense is very important. It's a very common tense in Latin. 
but its formation is not that difficult if you have those principal parts memorized. The pluperfect tense now, let's look at the formation of the pluperfect. This one is translated with the help of the, the auxiliary verb had, H-A-D. Remember this means literally more than completed action in the past time period. How is it formed? The pluperfect tense is formed by adding the imperfect of sum to the perfect stem. Remember the imperfect of sum. We learned it in our first session. It is conjugated eram, eras, erat, eramus, eratis, errant. You add the imperfect of sum directly to the perfect stem, and that creates the pluperfect active indicative of a Latin verb. So in blue here, you have the imperfect of sum, eram, eras, erat, eramus, eratis, errant, added to the stem the perfect stem, that is, not the present stem, but the perfect stem, which is the third principal part minus the I. So, para-we-ram, para-we-ras, para-we-rat, para-we-ramus, para-we-ratis, para-we-ant. That translates, I had prepared, you had prepared, he had prepared, we, you plural, they had prepared. And you really have to add that word had in your translation for this to be accurate. It refers to completed action in the past time period. Second conjugation is formed in a very similar manner. You add the imperfect of sum to the perfect stem, which is no problem if you have that perfect stem memorized. Remember, moneo, monere, manui. Manu would be the stem, the perfect stem. Add the imperfect of sum, and there you have the pluperfect active indicative. I had warned. You had warned, he had warned, we had warned, you, plural, had warned, they had warned. Similarly, the third conjugation is no problem if, you've, if you know your principal parts. To the stem, the perfect stem, add the imperfect of sum. The perfect stem is the third principal part minus the I. So, ducho, ducre, duxi, drop off the I and add the imperfect of sum and you have the pluperfect. Duxeram, duxeras, duxerat, duxeramus, duxeratis, duxerant. That is, I had led, you had led, he had led, we, you, plural, they had led. Third conjugation IO verbs are formed in the exact same way in the pluperfect. The perfect stem of capio is cape. 
and you add the imperfect of sum, caperam, caperas, caperat, caperamus, caperatus, caperant, that is, I had captured, you had captured, he had captured, we had captured, you had captured, they had captured. And the fourth conjugation is, follows the same pattern. Add the imperfect of sum to the perfect stem. Audi veram, audi veras, audi verat, audi veramus, audi veratis, audi verant. I had heard, you had heard, he had heard, we had heard, you plural, had heard, they had heard. Okay, now let's move down to the future perfect active indicative. It is formed in a way that is very similar to the formation of the pluperfect active indicative. This tense is translated with the aid of the helping verbs shall have or will have. It is formed by adding the future of sum to the perfect stem. Remember the future of sum, the verb to be. We learned this in our first session. Ero, eris, erit, erimus, eritis, erunt. I will be, you will be, he will be, we will be, you plural will be, they will be. The only exception in the formation of the future perfect is in the third plural of the future perfect, the U converts into an I. So instead of erunt, you have erint. So the future perfect of parro, our first conjugation verb, is formed parawero, pawareris, pawawerit, parawerimus, pawaweritis, pawarerunt. And it translates, I will have prepared, you will have prepared, he will have prepared, we will have prepared, you plural will have prepared, they will have prepared. So the only exception here is the third plural, the UNT becomes an INT, but the rest is a normal formation similar to the pluperfect. For second conjugation, the pattern is the same. To the perfect stem, add the future of sum, except for the third plural, you make one vowel change. Manuero, manueris, manuerit, manuerimus, manueritis, manuerint. That is, I shall have warned, you shall have warned, he shall have warned, we, you plural, they shall have warned. For the third conjugation, same pattern. Duxero, I shall have led. Duxeris, you shall have led. Duxerit, he will have led. Duxerimus, we, plural, will have led. Duxeritis, duxerint, they will have led. And the pattern is the same for the third conjugation, io, and for the fourth conjugation. Okay, at this point, I would like to look 
at our, some of the verbs that we will be reading in our Latin readings in the final sessions and practice the formation of these verbs in the indicative system. From the Pater Noster, the Our Father, we have Sanctifico, the second principal part, Sanctificare, to sanctify. I sanctify, to sanctify. And by the way, when you look this verb up in the dictionary, a good modern Latin dictionary will have a macron over the A here. This little dash over a vowel indicates that that's a long vowel. So that is actually a clue for you to identify this, this infinitive as having a long vowel, and that helps you identify it as a first conjugation verb. Also, the standard Latin texts that I have recommended for this course contain macrons for over long vowels, and an, another symbol, which looks like this, over short vowels that indicates that that's short. So if you have an infinitive that has a macron over it, that indicates it's long. If it has this upside down circumflex accent, that indicates that it's short. But an actual Latin text that you read from antiquity or from any modern edition of a Latin text will not have such symbols such as these. So you'll have to figure out the length of that vowel yourself. But anyway, we have a first conjugation verb here. How do we form it in the present active indicative? Remember, we've got this long A in the infinitive. So, well, here's the first, first person singular. The second singular would be, whoop, sanctificas. Sanctificat, all the way through. Sanctificamus, sanctificatus, sanctificant. How about the future of this verb? Remember, for the first conjugation, we had future endings. So, we would form this, and we add those endings to the stem. Sanctificabo. Sanctificabis bit bimus bitis bunt. Okay, the, the first conjugation is not that difficult. Let's try, however, a third conjugation because that's the tricky one. Let's look at the verb dimito, one of the verbs from your vocabulary list for the paternoster. The four principal parts I've given to you on this list, dimito, dimitere, demisi, demisum. This means to forgive or to release or let go. If you look this verb up in, the, in a Latin dictionary, it will list, this is the entry, this will, will be listed as the entry in bold, and then the rest of the principal parts will be given to you in the entry itself. So you know that this verb belongs to which conjugation? Third conjugation, how do you know that? Well, it has ERE in the infinitive, and it has simply an O in the first principal part, not AO, not EO, just O. So that indicates, okay, this is third conjugation. It will also have a symbol over this E here, normally, 
it'll have that upside down circumflex accent, which indicates this is a short E. So you pronounce that dimito, dimitere. It's not dimitere, uh-uh, dimitere. It's a short vowel. So third, that indicates third conjugation. Demisi, demisum are the final two principal parts. Remember, there's the perfect active indicative for singular and the perfect passive participle. Again, I dismiss or forgive, to dismiss, I have dismissed, having been dismissed. Okay, let's practice forming this in the present tense. The present tense. Well, the first, first singular is given to us, demito. What would the second singular be? Demit. Now, which vowel do we need here for the present tense of the third conjugation? I. And then the S for the second singular ending. Demit. Third, demit it. I dismiss, you dismiss, he dismisses. Demitimus. Demititis. Third plural. Demitunt. Remember, O, I, O, U are your vowels for your present tense. I, five times, O, and U. So this is the present active indicative here. Okay, how about if we want to form this verb in the future active indicative? What vowels do we need? Remember, the third conjugation has these this weak vowel in the infinitive, so it's going to change as it's conjugated in the active system. Remember, we need the vowels A and E for the future active indicative. Remember our learning device. The five vowels in English are A, E, I, O, U. And for third conjugation verbs in Latin, the present is formed with IOU, the future is formed with A and E. So, to conjugate this verb in the future, it would be dimitam, dimites, ES, dimitet, ET, dimitemus, dimitetis, dimitent, ENT for the future. How about the formation of this verb in the perfect active indicative? Well, the first principal part, or the first person singular is easy. That's simply this form right here. The third principal part of the verb, demisi, I have dismissed, I have forgiven. How about second singular? How do you say you have dismissed or you have forgiven? Remember our perfect endings. E, isti, it, 
Imus istis errunt. You add these perfect endings to the perfect stem to form the perfect active indicative. So, how do you say he has forgiven in Latin? Dimisit. Dimisit. He has forgiven. How about they have forgiven? Dimiserunt. E-R-U-N-T. Dimiserunt. They have forgiven. How about they had forgiven? In the, pl in the pluperfect tense. Dimiserunt. Dimiserunt. They had forgiven. Okay, let's conclude our, our, our lesson at this point. We've covered the entire active indicative system of the four conjugations of Latin verbs. In our ne next session, we will introduce the passive indicative system. We hope you enjoyed listening to Catholic Thinkers. Please visit us at catholicthinkers.org forward slash donate to help us keep this content free.